his relentless pursuit. Because now looking back, I see that I was in so many broken places. And even those, it was like he was pressing me in just closer and closer and closer until I was staring at him face to face and I had nowhere else to turn. And it, it's just amazing to look back and see that even though I was trying to run, he was just pursuing me and pursuing me and pursuing me and bringing me back to him. Hey friends, I'm Ryan Channel, a grateful believer in Jesus Christ, encouraging other women to seek and know God and grow a deeper relationship with Him. Welcome to Wellness and the Word, a podcast helping Christian women create ultimate mental and physical wellness through meditating on God's Word to renew our minds, learning how to apply His truth to our lives, and taking care of our bodies the way He intends us to. My love for Jesus and my passion for wellness as a holistic health coach collide in this podcast that shares the gospel. Gospel literally means good news, friends. Don't we need more of that in today's world? I believe we all have a God-shaped hole in our hearts, and I want to point you to the only one who can fill it. Come join me and be encouraged as we chat about God's love and how to take care of you. Hello, friends. Welcome to Wellness and the Word. And guess what? It is the 50th episode. I cannot believe that I've been here chatting with you for 50 episodes already. And it's really been so much fun for me. It's filled my soul. It's connected me deeper with God. And I pray that it's done the same for you. So thank you so much. And I really look forward to the continuation of this journey through the years. So just to celebrate and just for some fun, I'm going to do a giveaway for everyone who wants to share the podcast, whether you share it on your social media stories or on your social media page, or you text a friend, or if you want to leave me a review, that would be awesome too. Just screenshot your review and either post it to your stories or send it to me in a message. And I'm going to give you, give the winner the choice of a coffee mug, a beautiful coffee mug, which I'll post pictures of on social media, some verse cards. I have the fruit of the spirit verse cards and some praise him adoration verse cards, or you can pick a devotional. So again, I'll post pictures of all of those things on social media and the winner can choose from those. So thank you so much again for just being here, listening to the podcast, enjoying it and supporting me. So today, before we jump into today's episode, which is an incredible testimony, let's pray for Stephanie. Heavenly Father, we see the work that you are doing in Stephanie's life, and we just praise you for that, Father. Thank you for slowly beginning to heal her. And Lord, we continue to ask for a complete healing, a complete restoration in your name. We trust you, and we know that this is going to be Steph's testimony of your goodness. Lord, hold her in your arms and continue to be with her and heal her. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, friends, today we have my friend Renika Cormier on the podcast. She is a Christian trauma transformation coach for daughters of narcissistic mothers, and I am so grateful that she is 
walking in her truth, walking in her passion of helping women to heal their past hurts through building healthy relationships with God, themselves, and others. Ronika is passionate about empowering women with the tools that they need to recognize their power as survivors and heal from the pain of their past. She does this through her podcast, Mama Trauma, virtual Bible studies, the Mama Trauma Sisterhood Facebook group, personal one-on-one coaching, and live courses. I cannot wait for you to hear this testimony from Renika, and please go check her out at Mama Trauma if this is something that speaks to you, if it's something you need. Well, hey, Renika, welcome to the podcast today. I'm so excited to have you. Uh, I'm so excited to be here as well. Thank you Thank so you for much. having me. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So, Let's just start with, have you always known God? Has he always been part of your life? So um, I have always known, I would say about God, but I haven't always had a relationship with God. So I grew up, you know, in the church, but it was just surface level for a long time. Like I just was going through the motions, I would say, like I read my Bible and I pray and I do all of these things more so out of like feeling like it's a good thing to do rather than it really truly being a relationship with God. I got it. Yeah. I think that a lot of us can relate to that. So thank you for sharing. And what were you trying to do in your life that just wasn't working? Oh my goodness. (laughs) I was trying to do all the things that were not working. I was pouring my energy and my affection into men. Um, I had some time when I was into smoking weed. I had times when I was into alcohol, I was drinking. Um, So I was just trying to do all the things, looking for this acceptance, looking for love, looking for, you know, validation. So I was, I was searching for it in the world in all of the wrong places. I was, I was um, overeating, just self-destructive, really. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And all, and there's so many ways that are like the obvious ways, like the alcohol and the weed, but then there's things like that, that we don't always consider that can be self-destructive or that we're trying to fill that gap, fill that hole of, again, this is like the theme on the testimonies of filling that God-shaped hole that nothing can fill, but God. Exactly. Yeah. So thank you for sharing that. So what was the turning point in your relationship with God? I would say the real turning point in my relationship with God is that he kept drawing me to like, get in the e-group, get in an e-group, which, you know, is like a a small group at church. And I finally found one. And it's, it's really amazing when you look back at God's work and you see how your, your obedience really, really did pay off. And the fact that you did it in that timing, because he sent me to this e-group that I kept trying to get out of once I signed up for it. And it was, (laughs) It was a discipleship course. And so, of course, the enemy was telling me, like, you don't know anything about the Bible, like you're going to be in there and they're all going to be looking at you like, girl, you don't know anything about the Bible. Why are you in this course? (laughs) (laughs) And when I got there, oh, my gosh, of course, I was met with love. The lady who ran the course, she only ran it that one time that I was in it. And that course taught me how to really dig into my relationship with God, how to read the Bible, how to sit and be still, and how to really um, not just have prayer as a one way, 
to actually sit and listen for God to talk back to me. And that changed everything. Oh, I love that so much because I think that so often we think, okay, I'm just going to send this prayer up. Right. And, and we're already questioning ourselves. Like, how do I even pray? Is this the right way? There's no right way, but we forget, or we don't even know that it is supposed to be a two-way street. He's going to talk back to you. It's not going to be in an audible voice. Maybe, I don't know, but usually it's not in that audible voice. It's in the God wings. It's in just those little nudges. Like you keep getting this feeling. You keep getting this thought. You keep seeing the scripture, this word that is God. That is how he speaks to us. He will speak to you. You just have to be like more tuned in and listening and I love it. That's so awesome. And I liked how you said the enemy was trying to pull you down, trying to tell you you're not good enough. What what are you doing? You can't do that. And and that is the truth. That is the case. He will always find a way to keep us out of those things, especially the things that are meant for us, especially the things that are going to pull us towards God. And I love that you still just went after it. That's beautiful. Absolutely. Yeah. So if you could thank God for one incident in your faith journey, what would it be? Oh, oh, that's a good one. Um, one incident in my faith journey, I would say his relentless pursuit, because now looking back, I see that I was in so many broken places. And even those it was like he was pressing me in just closer and closer and closer until I was staring at him face to face and I had nowhere else to turn. And it's just amazing to look back and see that even though I was trying to run, he was just pursuing me and pursuing me and pursuing me and bringing me back to him. Oh, that is so beautiful. It's such a beautiful picture of just his goodness and his love, because that is, that is who he is. He is going to pursue us. He is going to go after us always. And when you are ready to stop running and turn around, oh, I have chills. (laughs) He will be there with open arms. That is so beautiful. And again, it's sometimes we just don't even know that he's doing that. We're in our shame. We're in our guilt. And we think there's no way that he loves me anymore. There's no way that God can keep forgiving me for this same sin. Cause that's usually what's, you know, keeping us bound, keeping us in those chains is like that same thing that we can't get away from, but he will forgive us over and over and over again. And that's the beauty about God is he's not like humans. He's not conditional. Oh, absolutely. No, he is not conditional at all. Thank goodness. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Thank God. So if you could thank God for one person in your faith journey, who would it be? I would say it would be the lady that taught that discipleship course, Velveeta. She was freaking amazing. And she did not let any of us stay how we were. She kept pushing us and pushing us and, 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 and telling us, you know, that we were going to be better for it. And so like, if you weren't reading your scriptures every week, like you were supposed to, she was there to drill you on those scriptures when you came back to class. (laughs) So she was holding us accountable and it was for our benefit because in the end, now she's long gone and I still have this anchored 
relationship with Christ, which it's all about that. Oh, that is so beautiful. That anchored relationship. I love that description. And I think that it's such a testament to if you're a believer, the lives that you can impact, right? You don't even know. She didn't, she probably didn't know that you were going to be sitting here talking about her all these years later. That is so awesome. And even if it's one person, that's what is, that's what I love. That's kind of what I hold to is like, if I'm changing one person's life, if I'm turning one person to God, that is all that matters. Exactly. That's what we're here to do. Yes. Yes. So if you had to tell someone why you're a believer, what would you say? I would say that I am a believer because Jesus loves me. And I know that we hear that all the time, you know, we sing it, oh, Jesus loves me, you know, but I came from such a broken place where I didn't know that Jesus loved me. Mm. And now having that love, it's like, how could I not be a believer? How could I not be on fire? How could I not want other people to experience this and to know not, not to have any, any fear that God is not for them, that Jesus does not love them. Like, how could I not help other women who have been where I have been walked in that darkness to see that God loves you. And it's not because of what you can do. It's not because of anything that you've done. He loves you because he loves you because he loves you. And that's it. Oh, I couldn't love that anymore. What was that darkness that you walked through? So I am a survivor, a daughter of a narcissistic mother. So I had a lot of trauma in my home. Um, I was physically abused by my mother's husband. And then from that, because I had so much dysfunction in my household, I walked through that relationship over and over again. So with men and with other friends, I just repeated that cycle of abuse over and over and over again. And because I had that trauma with people, it framed how I saw God. So I saw God as this this father figure that was perpetually disappointed in me, that his, his arms were crossed looking like, oh gosh, here she goes again, you know, screwing up, messing up, you know, she can never get it right. And that I couldn't do enough. I couldn't do enough to be in his presence. I couldn't do enough to gain his love. And then I got it, that I didn't have to do anything, that he just loves me. Imperfections and all, he knew I would have them all. And he created all of them in me <laughs> and he loves me for who I am. Mm, yes. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing that. That has to be such a hard thing to walk through. And I ha- that I have such a soft spot for children who are abused, children who grow up in homes, who aren't loved. And I, as a mom, I, it, I can't understand that, like how you do that, but and I, I can completely understand how kids who grew up in that way can, how would anybody love me if, right? If my mom didn't love me that way, how is this, this God guy, how could he love me in that way? So thank God that you were able to still meet him and know him and have a relationship with him and trust him. And I think that speaks even more, your story speaks even more to his love and his goodness, because you didn't experience that before or not fully, but you can experience it now. And that you can't always explain that to people. How do you know? How do you believe in God? But when you have a story like that, 
it's like, I, I know love because I never knew this love. I know his love is true because I never knew it before. Wow. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing. And not only did he show it to me through my relationship with him, but then he sent people so that I can experience it in people so that I, I knew that I was lovable too by people. Oh, that's such a good point. And you were walking, like you said, continually in those same relationships because that's how you grow up. And that's why it's like, as parents, it's so important what we're modeling to our kids because I mean, there you go. That's what happens. They're going to do what we do, not what we say. They're going to do what we do. (laughs) We do, absolutely. (laughs) So are there any scriptures that have carried you through or that are super special to you? Yes, it's my my one of my new scriptures that I've been speaking over myself every single morning and I love it. It is 2 Corinthians 9, 8, and it said, and God will generously provide all you need. Then you will always have everything you need and plenty left over to share with others. Oh, that is really good. I love that. And I like how we can, you said it's one you're speaking over yourself right now. I like how we can kind of go through those seasons of our lives where it's like, you know, this is the scripture or this is what has carried me through. And then when you look back at it in a few years, you're going to remember those times where like, that was your scripture. That was what was carrying you through. I love that. That's so beautiful. Just his generosity. Yes. Mm -hmm. And how he gives to us so that we can give out to others. Yes. Abundance. I love it. So how have you changed in the past five years? Oh my gosh. (laughs) I'm unrecognizable from five years ago. I have, I have gone from someone who was scared of everything. I was scared of relationships. I was scared of myself. I was scared of God. I was scared of everything. And so because of that fear, I was running, you know, I was running through life, not really living, just surviving on a day-to-day basis. And God has just slowed me down um, through the healing process, really, and just began to show me so much about myself, show me so much about the world, and more importantly, show me so much about his character so that I can really start to experience the abundant life that he had he's promised me and really start to rise up into the person that he created me to be and it's not a runner he created me to be um i truly believe because of what i've been through a warrior a daughter who stands up and fights fights for not only my freedom but for other women's freedom as well and just i just love the fact that now i'm starting to see why I went through all that I went through and how he's truly working it all together. Yes. Working it all together for the good of those who love him. Yes. Amen to that. I am just so grateful that you have uncovered that just daughter of the King that you are because you could have kept that same path going. You could have, you know, you broke the generational curse, you know, and so it didn't get passed down to your daughter. And I'm just so grateful that God molded your heart to just know him and love him. And now you're helping other women and I love your mission. So please tell everybody about the Mama Trauma podcast because I think it is so needed and it's such a beautiful mission. Yeah, so the Mama Trauma Podcast is for daughters of narcissistic mothers. It's a place where they can find healing, empowerment, and validation. I just talk so much about seeing them, valuing them, and cherishing them for the precious daughters that they are. And so we're just building a sisterhood over there because a lot of us have had to give up our families 
So we're creating that family that we don't have anymore. Oh, that's so beautiful. That is so beautiful. Thank you for just being that light in the world for that community of people who need you. It's so beautiful. Yes, I love doing it. It's it lights my heart up. Good, good, good. So is there anything that we haven't talked about that you'd like to share? No, I think I've shared every, I think I've shared a lot. (laughs) (laughs) You did. You did. Thank you so much for sharing your heart and just again, being the light in the world. So where can people connect with you? Oh, yes. They can connect with me over there on the Mama Trauma podcast. If you think that's something for you, you can also find me on Instagram at Renika Cormier 97. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on today, Renika. I appreciate you. No, thank you. Thanks for listening to Lana Send the Word. May you be blessed and always be a blessing. Bye. Hey friends, thanks for listening to the 50th episode. Don't forget to join the Facebook group, the Wellness and the Word community, and definitely don't forget to enter the giveaway. Thank you so much for just being here with me week after week.